Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. It's Doug and Renee. Oh, you are so off. You need to come in. Married like, life. You need to come in like Married that. Married life. You need I to come, come in, in when like I that. come in. No, you need to come I'm in. I'm here. Like I that. came in. You need to be like that. Hello, everybody. Hello, good day. Everybody. This is us. We're back. This is us. Yes, we were at this the store us. recently. There's a TV show called that. And, um, People, uh, there was a couple and uh, and the salesperson that was helping us was just laughing at us. And uh, we we're like, "This is just us. This is, us. This is just what we <laughs> I do." I was just thinking, like, everywhere we go, we just we just Doug and Renee, <laughs> <laughs> married life. <laughs> we only know how to be us. Yeah, that that'll preach right there. Yes, that that's somebody. That's probably your word for this podcast. Just be yourself. Don't Just, try to be your mama, daddy, none of them people. The Just, Joneses across the street. Yep. Just be yourself. Just, yes. Do you, boo. <laughs> for you and your husband, just be the two of you. Be who you are. Be who God called you to be. And it'll work out. Stop trying to be everybody else. Yes. Be the best you. Yes. Yes. There's only one of you, as my wife would say. On yes. many occasions, she has told me that. Yes. Only one. Only one. Yes. Love God, love your spouse, and love yourself. Love God, love yourself, and love your spouse. <laughs> and speaking of love, love, exciting and new. We are still talking about Come Aboard. We're expecting you. Okay. We're the still talking about... Okay. No. <laughs> That's what you did. You didn't come back with the most important uh, sentence in the whole song. Because... The love boat. Anyway, we are still talking about keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Wiki, wiki. Fresh. Keep it fresh. It is what? What is this? The this, third week. This is the third week. The third episode. Oh man! Of keep it fresh. In the year, the first month. This is the third week of the first month of the year twenty twenty three. Yes. You know what that means? What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay. <laughs> All righty then. Some people out there deal with the numbers and the biblical numbers. Yeah. Three. Okay. One. 2023, add it up, divide by two, God's grace. Anyway, we're talking about keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. And last week, episode number two, if you did not listen to it, we advise you to do so. We ended talking about speak love and gave some tips on how to do that. It doesn't necessarily always mean you say it with words. Sometimes you say it with actions, Mm -hmm. like leaving love notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And doing it in your spouse's love language is always uh, advisable. Yes. Um, Yes. Like Doug leaves me love notes. I've left him a couple, couple, Mm -hmm. but... 
um, the it was more meaningful to me because I'm a words affirmation person. Yes. And yes. so he is more a uh, physical touch quality time person. So that shows, speaks more love to him than me writing the note. So again, we got to find ways to speak love to each, uh, other. each other. Yes. Uh, because the Bible tells us that love conquers all. So no matter what you're dealing with in your marriage, the best way to always keep it fresh is to exemplify love mm-hmm. because love conquers all. All God is love. God so loved, He gave. So love is the answer. If you ask us a question, how do you make it work? Love. In your communication, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True love, not this imitation love we see on TV yeah. and made up love mm-hmm. that we see in the world. Um and Part of speaking love is kindness and forgiveness. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold, hold on. on. Hold okay. On. All right. All right. If I'm holding. If was in church. Okay. Love conquers some. No, all. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Love conquers a few. Love conquers all. All. Yes. All. It conquers all. That, that, that means there's nothing uh, from God's perspective. Now we we get wrapped up in our own feelings and what out what are those things called? Um what are those things we used to have in a premarital class? We used to tell the class, oh my goodness. Um what are those things like the break, like things deal breakers. Deal breakers. There we go. They're deal breakers. But we we in our natural human Humanity, flesh, we have deal breakers. God is saying, love conquers all. I'm just putting that out there. Oh. Love conquers all. Everything. Everything. And part of speaking love is kindness to your spouse and forgiveness. Forgiveness is a big one. And the scripture... Being kind is a big one. Kindness is a big one, yeah. too. Some people... I had a problem with that. I think. Being kind to me? Being, oh, you're the only person I've ever been married to. Uh, well, whoa, as, far whoa, as, we, as far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel there were times where I wasn't, and I'm still have to, because but I'm not going to say kind, but my tone. I have to, and when I, when I understand, you know, when I say that, I mean my tone. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to. I concur. Yeah, so I, I think that's something I still um, have to be mindful of, and I'm still working on. I have not arrived yet. So being kind, and I, I put my tone in there. And forgiveness. I think forgiveness, and this goes back to something we were talking about, I don't know, a couple of days ago. I don't know what we, we were watching or talking about something. It's like when you put other people in your marriage, you may have forgiven your spouse but the mm-hmm. other people who you told or the people who you told what was going on, they didn't forgive your spouse. Mm-hmm. And so now you don't bring it up or you forgave, but now other people are coming in and it just becomes messy. Yes. They looking at your spouse like, huh. Yeah, they giving your spouse the side eye and all other kind of eyes. 
And the third eye and all this. The evil eye. Yeah. I want to jack you up eye. Yeah. So that's that's why it's it's important that you be careful who you um, speak to, who you get counsel for and with regarding your marriage. Yeah. It's important. Yes. So the scripture I wanted to read is in Ephesians 4 and 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. It is so important that we have to remember we are not perfect. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but God forgives us. Mm -hmm. And who are we not to forgive our spouse? Who are we to hold a grudge that is showing love mm-hmm. to forgive our spouse because we all make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. That's in First Peter 4 and 8. Um, so as we wrap up talking about, uh, you know, finishing up from where we were last week speaking in love, just remember part of speaking love is forgiving your spouse being kind to your spouse, being compassionate to your spouse. Another one I would dare say is being patient with your spouse. Um, I know that I am not the, mm-hmm. I may not be, uh, you agree with me before I even said what I was going to say. No, I didn't, I didn't agree with you. <laughs> oh, you said, said mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to throw myself under the bus. You said, mm-hmm, before no, I even did no, it. No, no, because I, I'll, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, because, you know, Doug said that he, the way he speaks sometimes, his tone uh, could come across as not being kind. For me, I know I'm very uh, moody and uh, have gone through some things uh 22 was basically uh, a challenging year for me, and I've said to my husband, Doug, uh, well, he's, he's husband? the only husband I have. I realized <laughs> when I said that. Yeah, to my husband, Doug. I said to Doug, I said, thank you for being patient with me, um, because I realize I am not the easiest person to be patient with because I can be moody and I could be, uh, to put it mild, not mildly, to put it bluntly, I could be a pain in the butt sometime. And I know that. And I, I thought appreciate, you were going to say something else. No, this is a Christian podcast. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Um, so I know I could be a pain in, in his tushy because um, sometimes, let's keep it real, we could be a pain in our own butt. Um, so. I told him, thank you for being patient with me as I, you know, navigate some changes in life and challenges in life. And, you know, just, again, forgiveness, kindness, and being patient with one another as we navigate different things and different times in our life mm-hmm. is so important. And we're still talking about keeping it fresh, but the reality of it is um, 
the foundation of keeping it fresh, if you don't have those foundational things in place, it's going to be difficult mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. You got to have forgiveness. You got to have love. You got to have the fruit of the Spirit. You got to have all of these foundational uh, spiritual things in order for your marriage to stay fresh. Yeah. I want to come back to something we said originally because it is it piqued my curiosity. Love conquers all. Mm-hmm. Where's that at in the Bible? It's in there. Where is it? I, while my wife looks for it. Oh, I thought you looked for it. I thought I you did was going to tell it. us. I did look for it. That's why I'm asking. Where is it? Love conquers all. Those three words. Well, I think I may have paraphrased it. Okay. Um, maybe it says that in a certain version. But okay. while I look, but while for you it, look for it, I want to go back to Ephesians four thirty two, because we're going to talk. I'm going to go back. We're still talking about keeping it fresh. But I also want to talk about our deal breakers that we have, because some of you is January, New Year, and you was like, it's whatever happened in 22, that was a deal breaker, and I'm moving on and moving on and moving forward by myself. And Ephesians 4.32, as you read it, I'm going to read it again if you don't mind. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. Just as in Christ, God forgave us. So if you look at it from Christ, from the perspective of Jesus Christ, what if he had deal breakers and said, if you did this, then I'm going to, I won't ever forgive you. You know, so we, we have to allow our spouses to be human, to be frail, because we all make mistakes. And I know some people out there thinking, well, I told my spouse that if they ever did this, I was going to do that. And they did this, so I'm going to do this. And that's not compassion, Um, especially, I ain't going to say if it was honest, especially if it was an honest mistake. That's definitely not compassion. So just remember that Jesus Christ has forgiven us for all of the sins we committed and he still has accepted us into the family, and he's given us compassion and forgiving. He's been a very forgiving God for me. And so I just want to put that out there when it comes to, you know, keeping it fresh, keeping it updated. That's a, that. This could be part of someone's keeping it fresh is just learning to forgive and be kind and compassionate. That could be keeping it fresh for, for some couples out there. You know, instead of trying to make everything so complicated, let's just go back to the word of God, because that's our blueprint and say, okay, God, what do you what have you said? And God clearly said Ephesians 432. I mean, we have all these notes, but I'm I'm just stuck on Ephesians 432. Be kind and compassionate. The and is what the kicker, because you you can be kind, but not compassionate. So you got to be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave us. So, and above all, I did First uh, Peter four and eight: love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Yes, love does cover a multitude of sins. Go ahead, dear. Yes. Okay. So. Love conquers all is does not exist in the Bible. Those three words do, okay. does not exist in the Bible. 
But where that comes from um, is hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. Mm -hmm. So that's in Proverbs 10 and 12. Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. And that's in the King James Version. And that goes with 1 Peter 4 and 8, which we both just read. Exactly. You know, love covers over a multitude of sins. So if your spouse just, you know, one or two, it could be it could be deal breakers to you. But it's just one that's not a multitude. That may be a big a big thing to you, but it's not a multitude. So just just remember that. And I want to admonish our thing has always been to encourage couples. Uh we all we've always believed divorce is not an option in our marriage. And so there are times, understand there are, there are times where you need to leave abuse and things of that nature. I get all that. I understand that. But I'm just talking about for the, for the average couple who just says, we can't live with each other because, you know, he doesn't get me, she doesn't get me. Love covers over a multitude of sins. Yes. And then another version of Proverbs 10 and 12, it says, hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Some wrongs? All wrongs. <laughs> yes. So, so, love conquers all is not in the Bible, but love does cover all sins mm-hmm. or all wrongs. So, if God is love, God covers all sins. God covers all wrongs. Then who are we not to? And so we have to, again, going back to what we've been saying, and we, again, as my husband said, we have so many other things we want to talk about, but I guess God really wants someone who's listening to this episode to really get this point that part of speaking love is being kind Compassionate to one another and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you, because love covers a multitude of sins. And forgiving each other, and I've said this before, sometimes you have to also get to the point where you forgive yourself. Yes. Whether you mismanaged money or you did something inappropriate, whatever it may be. Um even if your spouse has forgiven you, there if you you may have to forgive yourself. And I know I've I've again, I throw myself under the bus, I'll talk about myself, I shine the spotlight on me. I know there have been times where Renee forgave me for whatever I did, but I was hard on myself. Like, how could you do this? How could you, you know, bring shame to the marriage and how could I you know, do this to my wife and so on and so forth. So you just have to understand uh, forgiveness is so strong. Um, I can't describe. I I know I could probably find the, the, the biblical or the Webster's definition of forgiveness. But to forgive somebody is a very um, cathartic. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Cathartic, like yeah. it's healing. It's, yeah, it's, it's healing therapeutic. for you. Yeah, it's therapeutic for you mm-hmm. um, to just forgive. 
And so, you know, I've heard people say, well, I'll forgive, but I won't forget uh, all these other things. But forgiving, letting it go, it is the word, I don't know, cathartic. What's the word? Cathartic. Yeah, you go. I think, and I think it's very, um, I think it just, I like the fact that you said, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. No, because it releases you. Mm-hmm. It's like forgive having unforgiveness. It's like it holds you hostage. Yeah. So when you let it go, it lets go of it. Lets go of you. Mm-hmm. So it no longer has a hold yeah. on you. You're not held captive, mm-hmm. and it's it's freeing. So that's where that therapeutic feeling and that cathartic feeling comes in Mm -hmm. because you no longer have that pressure or that tension of that unforgiveness. And I've heard people say before, why do you let somebody have that much power over you where, you know, I'm I'm still mad at them because they did whatever it is to me. And the person, your spouse, may not even realize they did it or they have already moved on from it. You had a conversation about it. You guys moved on, but you're still holding on to it and you're losing sleep and your blood pressure is up and all of these things unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And so letting go of it releases you from that pressure and from that tension and also, it also releases you to have forgiveness from God because his word says, you know, forgive that I will forgive you as you have forgiven. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't forgiven, guess what? You're not forgiven. That's in the New Testament. Matthew. That's in red too. So you know Jesus said it. Jesus said it. <laughs> <laughs> but forgiveness, and I, I'll just, for my the example... The, the instance I had in my life, and I, I don't know if I've ever shared this before on the podcast, maybe I have in n- another session, where I don't know how many years ago, it's been over 20 years, uh, we went to Manpower, and Bishop Jakes was praying. This was, had to be, this is well over 20 years ago. And it felt like a weight had been lifted off of me. And so I asked the Lord, I was like, what, what was that? Because I felt something come off of me. And the Lord, clear as day, just like I'm talking to you all, he said, I had unforgiveness for my father, for the way I was raised and things that, was happ- that happened to me or happened to us when we were younger. So, and my dad had passed. My dad had been passed for maybe, he passed maybe five years prior to that or something along those lines. So my dad had gone on and passed, but I still had unforgiveness for him. And it wasn't until I was in that that manpower session that that weight had been lifted off of me. So I stress and I admonish those of you who are struggling with forgiveness to pray, seek God, and do what you need to do to let it go. That's the best way I can... Unforgiveness? Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. What did I say? You said forgiveness. Oh, unforgiveness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because I'm looking at forgiving. But unforgiveness. Those who are struggling with unforgiveness will not 
uh, letting, we're not forgiving someone else. Just pray about it. Let it go. That's the best way. It's the best thing I could tell you. Okay. Yes. That's all I got about that. So, uh, 1 Corinthians. Ah! <laughs> 1 Corinthians. <laughs> they, they can't see. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> you said two times. I, I have a bad habit of starting my sentences with so. And I think what the last two sentences I started off with so. Uh-huh. And Renee and I, we had this thing where I said I was going to wear a rubber band. Every time I start a sentence off with the word so, I was going to pop myself. But I don't have a rubber band, so she tried to pop me with the rubber band. That's what happened behind the scenes. So, oh, now you know. Okay. okay. They up to speed. <laughs> First Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 in the NIV version. Still speaking of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And I want to go back to verse, I don't know what verse, where it says love never fails. I bolded that. Love never fails. It doesn't fail. So for some couple that's been listening to us, we've been fairly transparent over the last few years and we have, God will not let us get away from this love never fails. So for you to keep it fresh in 2023, love never fails fails. You have a new wife in your current wife. You have a new husband in your current husband. If you just do what the Bible says, love never fails. Forgive, be kind, be compassionate, those things. And it it would be a shame for you to have been married however many years, five, seven, ten years. Have a divorce, get a divorce. And let somebody else come through and reap the, the benefits. benefits of the time you put in with all your that, current spouse. All that training. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would be a shame. And so um, you don't want to do that. That's just like building a house and putting 10 years into a house and then walking away from it. And then somebody else comes and finishes and you drive by. Man, I wish I would have stuck, stuck, yeah, stuck it out. You know. This is a season. This is whatever you're going through in your marriage. We've been married 35 years. And a half. And a half. And a half. No season we've gone through has last forever. It's a season. Whatever, good, bad, up, down, you, you guys know we, we buried our son. Worst time of our lives. Nothing, no season lasts forever. God will give you grace at some point in time. Just like there are four seasons in the natural, it's a season. It's a season. That's all I could tell you. That's all God told me to tell you. It's a season. And one of the things I want to share about love is maybe you don't know how to show your spouse love. Maybe you something has changed or you've changed or they changed or you guys have gone through some sort of change 
in your season, in this season of your life. Pray about it and ask God, show, show me how to express love to my spouse in a way that they can receive it. And even pray, God, uh, help my spouse to show me love in the way that I receive it. And it goes both ways. So we certainly um, suggest prayer because prayer changes things. Prayer prayer changes people. (laughs) Pray to God who is love and ask him how to, to teach you how to express love. God bless. And we are out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.